Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. A Florida beach beauty marries her dream man and the two set to live happily ever after until death do they part. But what the 26-year-old bride doesn't figure on is that the hitman she hires to murder her groom is actually a cop. Oops. Who stings the bride on video. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here. Let's kick it off with our friends at Crime Watch Daily. DiPolito is a guy working hard to get his life in order. He's an ex-con fresh out of prison for running a phony investment scam. But after meeting Dahlia on an online dating site, he falls into a whirlwind romance. He uh, called her up, made an arrangement. She showed up at his office. He liked what he saw. Within a short period of time, he divorced his wife and he found himself married to Dahlia. Reporter and crime writer Mark Ebner says Dahlia is a woman who knows where she wants to go in life and wastes very little time getting there. He claims after the honeymoon, her next destination is Michael's bank account to the tune of $240,000. She put her claws in him so fast in a six month time span, managed to take all of Michael DiPolito's money. She managed to get his home deeded over to her. But all that is not enough. She has everything she wants, but she reportedly wants it all to herself. Guys. What you're hearing is the plot laid out by friends of the groom, but what really happened? Joining me right now, an all-star panel, Brian Claypool, lawyer for Dahlia DiPolito. Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst, joining us out of Beverly Hills on Insta at Dr. Bethany Marshall. James Shelnut, 27 years, Metro Major case, SWAT, now lawyer, and... Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Orlando News, WDBO. Ray, what happened? Well, Nancy, these two, it's a really good-looking couple. You, you see pictures of them. Dahlia was a Catholic schoolgirl, and, and Mike was a you know aspiring investor who had a little bit of trouble. But they, they hit it off quick, and 
they were they were married in this whirlwind romance. Uh, this happened down in Boynton Beach, right by Palm Beach, Florida. Um, you know, these two, it's just they were like fire and ice, it seems, because everything wasn't as it appeared on the surface. Well, you can say that again. Take a listen to our friends at ABC 2020. Terry Parker, investigative reporter for WPBF 25 News, covered the story. So this guy, Muhammad walks into the Boynton Beach Police Station and he says, I know a woman who's trying to hire a hitman to kill her husband. She asked if I knew someone who can kill her husband for her. The man, Muhammad Shahadi, was recorded as he talked to detectives about his one-time lover, Dahlia DiPolito. He tells police he's speaking out to save the man's life. Are you scared for the guy? Yes. Because she's really, I mean, dead serious on getting this done. It's quite a story, if true, because while he can describe Dahlia... She's maybe 5'6", five, 5'7", five, uh, dark, black hair. She's a good-looking girl. Really good-looking girl, actually. He can't even tell cops her last name or her address. Well, at the time, we didn't know what to believe. We were kind of, you know, weren't sure what we had. They had the reservations. They had to say, let's see some proof. To get proof, the cops make Muhammad a confidential informant. He arranges to meet Dahlia at this gas station. Cops are staked out as their mystery woman arrives. So to you, Brian Claypool, a renowned attorney joining me out of L.A., the lawyer for Dahlia DiPolito, the so-called black widow. Brian Claypool, I guess everybody is teaming up against your poor client, Dahlia DiPolito. Here you've got a former boyfriend, and I'm sure I'm using that term euphemistically, uh, but you've got a former boyfriend who walks into the cop station and says, hey, my old lover, Dahlia DiPolito, is trying to kill her husband. What, is he lying too? Well, Nancy, one, one thing you're missing about uh, Muhammad's first interaction with the law enforcement was that he also said that Dahlia conveyed to him that she was being domestically abused and that either she was going to die or either he was going to die. That's the exact first phone call he makes. And that's the point that we were making in the trials, which was, look, the police department did nothing to investigate domestic abuse, and they did everything to make good TV for the cops' television Well, hold show. on just a moment. Did she call police and report domestic violence? I, I don't I don't know whether she called to report whoa, the domestic whoa, violence. Whoa, wait a minute, told. wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> you know what? That's why you win so many cases, Troy Slayton. You get people hook, line, and sinker because you just said, Jackie, did he just say, that the police never investigated all the domestic abuse. But you're telling me you don't know if your client, your client, and you've got a pretty good track record, Troy Slayton, and you don't know whether she ever called cops and said, I just got hit. I'm being abused. Well, Nancy, this case was always about Dahlia's constitutional rights being violated. That's why I took the case. And everybody's seen that videotape where Dahlia says she's 5,000% sure she wants her husband killed, but they don't see behind the scenes about the police department, Boynton Beach PD, pressuring Muhammad. Can, can, can I get back to you claiming that she was a domestic abuse victim? How long had she been married to her groom? Uh, she, she, was, she did claim that she was domestically abused, and that's in the recording. How, how they, long they, the were they married? They, I, I don't remember the exact amount of months they were married, but... Nancy, you know months, as well as I do. Months. Married well, a, a minute, few months. A you, I, I don't know how long they were married when it was reported. It was about five but here's months, the point. Nancy. Who jumped in and said yeah. five months? Is that Caputo? It, it's Ray. Yeah. Ray Caputo, WDBO. So they're married five months. The 
renowned defense attorney, and I'm not I, I, I'm not saying that with a box of salt because Troy excuse me Brian Claypool is a well known trial lawyer who represented Dahlia DiPolito who's won a lot of cases just told me that police failed to investigate domestic abuse. But you cannot tell me, Brian Claypool, that she ever told police she was a victim of domestic abuse. Correct? When a woman is domestically abused, she tells her friends, hey, if I go missing, it's my husband who did it. She never says, look, either he's going to die or I'm going to die. In 30 years of private practice and working with domestic violence victims, I have never heard that line. Usually they're afraid for their own lives. They're not threatening the life of their spouse. Guys, hold on just a moment. Let's take a listen to our friends at ABC 2020. She gets into Mohammed's silver Lexus. While you can't quite see them on the hidden camera cops had installed, you can sure hear them talking about a hitman. This guy's a professional. It's not Once she gets in the car and she meets up with the informant, we realize that this guy was credible. His mom is not going to be suspicious of you or anything like Why that. me? But do you know what somebody hit? Nobody's going to be able to point a finger at me. She's just talking about it like she's ordering lunch. Randy Schultz is a columnist for the Sun Sentinel newspaper. You think this is just so cold, not really acting like the typical newlywed, shall we say. Mohammed tells Dahlia the hitman wants $1,200 to buy a gun. She comes prepared. She has a wad of cash in her bag and counts it out and hands it over. And shortly afterward, gives him a photo of Mike. Why am I on top of the pictures? Really? You're going to give him some Fingerprints all over. And at that moment, the detectives realize, ah, we've got her. This is real. She just handed him $1,200 in a picture of the husband that she wants murdered. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about uh, a gorgeous young beach beauty who marries the man of her dreams till death do they part. But the one thing she did not count on is that the hitman she hired 
to murder her groom was in fact an undercover cop and with me special guest the lawyer for Dahlia DiPolito Brian Claypool take a listen to our friend Amy Robach Dahlia never backs off Police say Dahlia thinks she is meeting an actual hitman in his cherry red convertible. He makes his plan crystal clear. A burglary gone wrong that leaves Mike dead. The undercover detective, he really wants to nail Dahlia. Make sure he's got it on tape and on camera that she is really going to pay him to kill her husband and he says are you sure Dahlia between now and when it's done you know you're not gonna have an option to change your mind even if you change your mind no there's no like I'm determined already I'm positive like 5,000% sure there it is the press would have a field day with this line listen again She's 5,000% sure. I'm positive, like 5,000% sure. Like, no, when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do that. No, she wasn't just 100% sure. She was 5,000% sure that she wanted her husband killed. Okay, you're right. Brian Claypool, the lawyer for Dahlia DiPolito, you're right. She doesn't say 100% sure, 200% sure, but 5,000% sure. You brought it up, so I played it for you. Response? Yeah, yeah, my response is that that she was pressured into uh, having that meeting with the undercover uh, police officer. Just prior to that, she was she was, she had a meeting with Muhammad, the undercover informant, where he was pressuring her. Then there were police officers all around this restaurant. That that interaction was recorded by the police department, and it was destroyed by the police department. So my argument in the case was that Dahlia had a large, she had a big bark, but a very small bite. In fact, she never even, did you know this, Nancy? In the second trial, I got the undercover uh, uh, hitman to admit that Dahlia never even gave him a key to, to Mike's apartment, and she didn't give him a picture of Mike DiPolito, and he admitted that shows that she lacked the proper intent to have him killed, and that's why we almost won the second trial. Yeah, keyword there almost. But let me understand something. You're saying she didn't hand over a photo, but it's my understanding she did hand over a photo. No, $1,200 no, cash she, and a photo no, of okay. Mike. She handed over a photo to her ex-boyfriend, Muhammad. Now, when it went to the undercover police officer, not the informant, when she's pressured into meeting the undercover Wait, police Wait, who pressured officer, her? Who's pressuring her? The police department made probably over 100 phone calls. They were forcing they were forcing Muhammad, the informant, to call her, call her, call her. Muhammad's like, look, dude, I don't want to be involved in this anymore. I don't want to be in the middle of this. They're like, yeah, you are going to be. No, we're, no, no, we're no, 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 I'm not, I'm not listening to what you're saying about Muhammad because he's not charged with attempted murder. Who pressured your client, Dahlia DiPolito, yeah. to pay a hitman money? The police department, here's my argument, but for I thought you said pressure, this was a movie script one time. Well, no, let's focus on your question. But for the police department pressuring Muhammad to pressure Dahlia, Muhammad's the one that set up the meeting with, with the undercover hitman. Dahlia didn't. This all happened within a 72-hour window because that was the cop's 
TV show timeline to get this script done. In a normal, Nancy, you're aware of this. In a normal undercover operation, it could take a month or many months to get this accomplished. They were they were they were on an accelerated plan to get her on tape to try to kill her husband. And we, we she would have never done okay, that. Okay, pause. But for all that, I got to cut through this and understand what you're saying. With me is veteran trial lawyer Brian Claypool, who represented Dolly DiPolito at trial. Now there have been two trials. Now, you're saying now, today, that she, Dolly DiPolito, was pressured by her friend Muhammad via police. Police pressure Muhammad. Muhammad pressures her to have a hitman with a meeting with a hitman. All right. Coercion. But isn't it true at another trial, the defense was that the entire thing was actually a script that... Um, the script was basically a screenplay for a movie she wanted or a reality show she wanted to do, and they were acting it out. Yeah, that, that was the first trial that I did not conduct, and I will concede to you that that argument was farcical. That, that was a silly argument that Dahlia's attorney uh, put, put forward to the jury, and we had an entirely different twist on the case. It was based on due process violations um, carried out by the Boynton Beach PD. Let me go now to Ray Caputo, the lead anchor for Morning News, WDBO. Ray, there have been a couple of trials for Dahlia DiPolito. At one mm -hmm. trial, explain to me the script defense. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Mohammed. The, the gentleman that she was talking to, and I see gentleman loosely, I don't know him, um, he was a part-time actor, and Dahlia says that him and Mike were in on kind of doing a reality show based on an episode of Bird Did you Note say Square. Mike, the husband, really, was in on it? That's what Dahlia says. Now, he mimicked an episode of Burn Notice that had a similar storyline, and they wanted to post it on YouTube and get famous. And, and this is you know, Brian said that it was farcical, and I agree, because here's the thing, Nancy, the idea of getting famous on YouTube is really a modern thing. In 2009, it was still kind of evolving, because they had that, that partner program, and that just launched at like the very end of 2007, where people can start getting paid for their videos. So it, the idea of getting paid on YouTube wasn't like this big idea that everybody now wants to do, like the bloggers and people. So it just didn't make sense then um, that somebody would be doing that. I hear what you're talking about, the intricacies of putting, posting video online and getting paid for it or not getting paid for it, but I'm concerned about the trial, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because to James Shelnut, uh, 27 years, Metro Major case, SWAT, now lawyer, here's the thing about multiple trials. Whatever you say at the first trial, there is a certified transcript of that. So if you have a completely different defense, such as I was forced by the cops to try to put a hit on my husband, everything you said at the first trial can come in on cross-examination. You can say, well, wait, 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 wait. Now you're saying the cops made you do this, but last trial you said this was all part of a script you made up as a reality series with you, the hitman, and your husband, that he was in on it. That's not true then you're stuck with what you said at that first trial. 
What about it, Shellnut? Oh, I agree 100%. I mean, the credibility is completely impeached at that point. I mean, that you know, it's going to be hard to uh, to go back and retract that. You know, if you take a look at this, and, and you know, all due respect to Brian, I know he's got a client to defend. I get it. I've done criminal defense in the past. Uh, but, you know, if you take a look at it, nothing is consistent with what this lady is claiming as, as being a domestic violence victim. You know, she uh, she was with this guy a very short period of time. They were traveling. Uh, you know, in addition to that, you know, the day of, that this supposedly was going to occur, this hitman was supposedly going to kill her husband. She's going to a gym. She regularly went to, you know, if you take a look at the whole situation, nothing adds up. And, you know, one of the things that was mentioned a minute ago is this thing happened quickly. You know, the police are going to have a concern that they need to move quickly. If this lady is really serious or anyone's really serious about killing a spouse in a case, um, they may lose patience. They may want it done then. And if the person that she's dealing with, the undercover officer doesn't do it, she's liable to hire somebody who actually isn't an undercover officer and who will do it and will do it before they can react. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we are talking about a, a beach beauty who marries her dream man to live happily ever after. After, But what she didn't count on was a hitman she hired to murder her husband was actually an undercover cop. With me, renowned attorney Brian Claypool, who represented Dahlia DiPolito at one of her trials. And you got to think through what Claypool's up against. He's already had one trial that he had nothing to do with where the defense was, actually, this was part of a reality show script, and the husband was in on it. He's stuck with that as he heads in to trial number two. Take a listen to ABC's Amy Robach. Dahlia never backs off. No, I'm not going to, you know, I'm a lot tougher than what I look. I know you can be like, oh, what a cute little girl, whatever. You know, but I'm not. You're beautiful. Thank you, but, you know, The not-so-cute little girl agrees to a plan. She will leave the house early Wednesday morning. I'll be in the house by 6.30 Wednesday morning. 6 o'clock, 
Sure enough, she's at this gym around 6 a.m. Wednesday, leaving Mike DiPolito home alone, in bed, still recovering from liposuction from two weeks before. At this point, the police have all the evidence they need. These are, these are experienced officers. You know that you have enough. You have a case. Done. End of story. But not end of television show. <laughs> television show? Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna do when they come for you? That's right. Turns out a reality show has come to Boynton Beach. Got the video? Yep. And the timing couldn't be better. They'll be able to film the last part of the police investigation. You're hearing our friend Amy Robach straight back out to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, Morning News WDBO. So what happens next? She's at the gym when the hit goes down. The supposed hit, yeah, Nancy. And I'll tell you what, she wanted to be on re reality TV and she got on it all right because the cops were filming an episode of that show. So they bring her back from the gym to this staged crime scene and they got this all on video and they they get her reaction when they tell her that mike has been murdered now of course he's still alive and this is all staged but i'll tell you she puts on a, a type of act that would have been great for reality tv she starts wailing she she tremors starts you know kind of hunching over but one thing you don't see is you see tears you know and and this woman puts on quite an act thinking you know, considering the videos that we saw before that she, you know, was behind this, she puts on quite an act trying to sell the fact that she was upset that Mike apparently was murdered. Okay, take a listen. The TV show cameras are rolling when police wake up Mike. That's Officer Moreno at the door. Your wife has hired a person to kill you. Relax, just, just, just relax. Take, take, take a deep breath. Ben, sit down. The guy was totally in shock that this was going on. I was very surprised. I was like, because then it hit me like, this is a this is a mess. They drive him away and transform the street to make it appear they're really investigating Mike's murder. The TV show cops, along with Boynton Beach police, have cameras rolling when a detective calls Dahlia at the gym. We're at your residence, ma'am. Can you come right back to your residence, please? She's back in a flash. And now watch carefully. You be the judge of what happens next. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, man. He's been killed. He's, he's been killed, man. Try to calm down. We know the cops are acting. I can't let you see him, man. What about Dahlia? I need you, I need you to take her to the station. Okay, Brian Claypool, you're stuck with that video and audio at trial number two. What do you make of it? Yeah, here, here's what we argued. Uh, you just heard Amy Roback say uh, the police officers were acting as well. What I argued in the second trial was that the fact that the police department went to such an extreme to set up a staged crime scene. And then, Nancy, after that, the, 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 uh, the media person at Boynton Beach PD takes that video clip that you just played for your listeners and she posts it, posts it online for the world to see, and it goes viral internationally within seven minutes. And well, whose fault is that? That's Dahlia DiPolito's fault. She's That's the one out on the street wait. crying. I mean, as I love to say, Meryl Streep, don't worry, okay? You're safe. Yeah. because. But look, she I, certainly put on a performance. Well, look, I know that you're in love with that, that, that uh, her, her crying yeah, at the, at the I am. stage crime scene. I'm surprised you haven't brought up the, 
a chai tea latte uh, to listen at the end I'm of the day. I'm glad you said that. I was just waiting for my end. <laughs> right. You mean when she allegedly yeah, tried to I poison just, him before she hired right, the that, hitman? That wasn't true at all. There's no evidence of that, no investigation. But let me make one more quick point. The whole, the whole point on cross-exam of the media director was that there is a pending criminal investigation ongoing. You don't jeopardize or contaminate an investigation by circulating this video worldwide. That was our argument. Her due process rights were violated. Well, if she had planned to kill her husband, hired a hitman, and and carried on, doubly, she's physically doubling over in grief. She did that, not the cops. Nancy, Nancy, you're you're one of the brightest people I've ever met. There's Uh a legal doctrine called fruit of the poisonous tree. You've heard of that. Our argument was that that stage videotape, that that tape where Dolly is 5,000% sure, that is all toxic and contaminated and the result of, of uh, unconstitutional violations by the Boynton Beach Police Department. Okay, did they make Muhammad come in, the friend Muhammad, and say, hey, my ex-lover is planning a hit, FYI? Nobody, the police didn't make that happen. What they did do well, is do it, get an undercover cop to pose as a hitman. And that's absolutely look, yeah. constitutional. She didn't have to take Nancy, that meeting. Nancy, look. She didn't, who made her go get $1,200 out of the ATM? There was an audio tape. There was an audio tape of the police officers laughing at Muhammad when he went in because he couldn't remember her name. They weren't even taking this that serious. And then Ray, Ray actually, one of your other guests, made a good point that I actually made to help Dahlia almost win the second trial. Ray just said, oh, wait a minute. Dahlia could have hired somebody else to go kill Mike. That's why they needed to expedite this, expedite this investigation. What I argued what, at trial was the police department never even called up Mike. They never even called this guy up and, to say, hey, Dahlia might kill you. You might want to get somebody to protect you or get a security guard because they never took it serious. And all they were doing was setting up a viewing They were party. trying to the do former, the sting the before the guy ends up dead. Okay, Dr. Bethany Marshall, there's something toxic, all right, but it's not the cops. I'm just listening to all these facts and trying to assess the mindset of DiPolito. And it seems to me that she's one of these rare uh, female sociopaths who uses her sexuality and charm to preferentially relate to men so that she can get something from them, that this is her MO in the world. And she turns on that same kind of charm in this uh, YouTube video. So when I looked at it, the cop says, you know, your husband's dead. She bursts into tears. And you and I both know that when you get bad news, the first stage is shock, right? You can't believe it. You're trying to take in the information, uh, you're rejecting it all at the same time. She is prepared for this. She starts crying big crocodile tears, but then she cozies up to the police officer who has just given her the so-called bad news, kind of presses her body up against him a little bit. He has his arm around her waist. It's a very sexualized interaction. So here, as she supposedly learns that her husband is dead, she becomes very sexualized in her relationship with the police officer. I, I don't know, that that small fact just has stood out to me about this case all along. Well, you know I what, mean, you that- mentioned um, you mentioned something that triggered what Brian Claypool just said. 
about claims that Dolly DiPolito had tried to poison the husband. This is after just six months of marriage. They're on the honeymoon phase. Reports that Dolly DiPolito, the ex-lover turned informant, testifies DiPolito tried to poison her husband before she hired a hitman to kill him. Well, that's neither here nor there. That's background information for you. Except but that I, men, are, men are just wallets for her. Men are need-satisfying objects. That's um, all they are. Troy, excuse me, Brian Claypool, I've got a question for you. Your client, Dahlia DiPolito, was she ever a hooker? Absolutely not. Her, 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 her uh, contention was that they met at a Starbucks coffee shop. So this is just this is just fantasy and uh, that that the media wanted to propagate uh, huh. to make this a, a sexier story, but she was not. Well, it's pretty sexy never, uh, as it met. is. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans, and yet there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Guys, we're talking about Dahlia DiPolito, who is now fighting the fight on appeal, has been fighting the fight on appeal. And with me, a renowned trial lawyer that represented her at trial, too. And I got to tell you, I've never seen anybody fight as hard as Brian Claypool did at trial. But sadly for him, there are some hurdles you just can't get over. Listen to this. I'm Sergeant Ramsey. I'm, I'm the one that called you. Thank you for coming. I'm sorry to call you. Listen, we had a report of a disturbance at your house, and there were shots fired. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, ma'am. He's been killed. No, 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 he's, no. He's been killed, ma'am. I'm sorry. No, no, Listen, no, no. Try to calm down. No, Listen, no. Right now, what no, we, do, we need to get you to the station. No, we need to get you to our police station. I, want to see I can't let you stand, man. We have to do our job. If you want us to find this killer, okay? We need you to calm down. I'm going to need you to go with these detectives, okay? Does he have enemies? Is there anyone that would want to hurt him? Okay, who would want to hurt him? Witnesses said they saw a black male running from me. I can't let you see him, ma'am. Ma'am, I cannot do this right now. Ma'am, I can't do it. Detective Yopi, 
I need you. I need you to take her to the station. I can't. Man, go with these detectives. If you want to help your husband, okay? If you want to help your husband, you need to go to the station with these gentlemen and tell us everything you know about who he knows, who he's connected to. Don't worry, we've already taken care of dogs with animal control for right now. Everything's under control. Okay, I'm just letting that soak in for just a moment. Um, you know, Brian Claypool, you have a lot to contend with at trial, but I, I, I know you're sitting down right now. Maybe you need to lay down for this. Listen. Is your husband Michael? Okay, I'm sorry to tell you, man. He's been killed. He's, he's been killed, man. I'm sorry. Try to find out. We know the cops are acting. I can't let you see him, man. What about Dahlia? I need you. I need you to take her to the station. Amidst all of that tremors and shaking of her body, there wasn't any real tears coming out of her eyes. The crying, the, the screaming, the bending over Meryl Street, wherever you are tonight, don't worry. Okay, I plead guilty to invoking Meryl Streep yet again. Dr. Bethany Marshall, psychoanalyst, joining us from Beverly Hills. What do you make of all of that in the midst of screaming about the death of her husband? This is a sting. The husband's alive. He's in on it. Did she actually ask about her dog? No. Oh, she did. She asked about the dog. I thought I heard them say, yes, your dog's okay. He's with animal control. Did I hear that? Oh, I did, Jackie. Okay, that's, that's a that. detail I, I had missed after watching this a hundred times. So, Brian Claypool, she's I, in know, such grief and shock, she asks, is the dog okay? Nancy, all I can tell you is that what you just played actually almost helped me almost win that second trial. Just so we have a fair playing field, your listeners need to know. At the second trial, we had a hung jury, three to three, and the two alternate jurors were also voting to acquit, five to three. Why? Because we argued, and Ramsey, the guy you just played, Sergeant Ramsey, testified on cross-examination when I asked him questions. I got him to admit that that was completely inappropriate what that police department did, that that went beyond the bounds of fairness to go out and stage a, a freaking crime scene and then go spout it off on social media. Why aren't you addressing those issues? Because... Improperly posting something on social media only impacts a trial if one of the jurors has seen, not only seen the posting on social media prior to trial, but has been so effective they can no longer render a verdict that speaks the truth. That is the law. So you can carry on all you want to, Brian Claypool, but the law is what I just said. And on jury selection in voir dire, which coincidentally is French for to speak the truth, it was your duty, Brian Claypool, to ask the jurors one by one if they have been so affected by media, by TV, that they cannot render a true verdict. And I assume that you did do that because you're a good trial lawyer. And I assume because they made it onto the jury that they swore under oath they had not been affected by social media or news accounts, which means your argument can't carry the water. It's not worth a hill of beans as far as an appellate court is concerned. And I would like to point out that the appellate court heard your argument as well. But while we're going, take a listen to this. I want to know if you know this guy. Come here. They bring in Officer Witty Jean, the supposed hitman from the car. Get over here. You know who this guy is? No. You've never seen him before? I've never seen him before. 
She just stared at him. Um, she said she didn't know him. And then call it a resurrection. Oh, my God. He's alive. Police have another surprise for Dahlia DiPolito. The show Cops captures this moment as well. Come here, please. Come here. Yes, yes, yes. Why not? I didn't do anything. Like, come here, please. What? You're alive? I love that moment, and I'm sure a jury will too. You're going to jail today for solicitation of murder. You're under arrest. I didn't do anything. Did you hear what I just told you? You kept saying, I didn't do anything. Please, I didn't do anything. Was that all you could think of to say? They were accusing me of trying to have my husband killed, and I, I didn't. So police have her in the station. They then bring in the hitman, the undercover cop, and go, you know this guy? She goes, no. She's on tape negotiating with the hitman. Then they bring in the husband, and she learns for the first time that he's actually alive. It was all a sting. What can you imagine went through your client's mind at that moment with me, veteran trial lawyer Brian Claypool, who represented DiPolito at trial. Now, before you give Claypool too hard of a time, you got to remember that this trial was tried one time before he got the case. So he stuck with that transcript where Dahlia DiPolito has taken the stand, given all kinds of statements, contrary to what he then must argue to a jury. So what's going through her mind, Brian? How did you put it to the jury when she sees the hitman come in and she says, no, I've never seen him in my life, when the cops have her on video and audio negotiating a hit with him? Yeah, hey, Nancy, before I answer that question, I wanted to recognize you made a great point, so did Ray, about the first trial where she said it was uh, for reality TV. So what we had to do in the second trial is we had to, we, we couldn't call her as a witness because of what you said and mm -hmm. Ray said. We could not call her as a witness because then the prosecutors would have taken that testimony under oath from the first trial and would have completely gutted the argument we were making in the second trial. That's the first point I wanted to make. Second point, as to this, this video, when they're bringing in Witty Jean and they're bringing in Mike Hippolito, what I argued was, I didn't go into the mind of Dahlia. I just said, look, this is completely inappropriate police practices. In fact, what is the cops TV show doing in a police station when they're about to arrest a woman for alleged solicitation to commit murder? It's completely inappropriate, out of bounds, and unconstitutional. Okay. Can we now address your client in jail after hiring a hitman to kill her husband, and she sees the hitman walk into the police station and then says, well, the I don't know him. I mean, the fact that yeah, she hit, lied, it looks yeah, bad. That's not, that, that clearly, I agree with you. That's, that's nonsensical. She should have said she knew who he was, and she, and she made a mistake on that. But with respect to Mike, I mean, what would, you, what would you expect her reaction to be when Mike walks in? She's been told that Mike has been killed, and now Mike walks in. So she was genuinely surprised at that. I bet she was. Uh, regarding the hitman, you said she made a mistake. She outright lied because she couldn't say, yeah, I know him. I hired him to kill my husband. So she said, no, I've never seen him. Look, she did hire him to kill her husband. Look, she was supposed to pay $15,000. 
who 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 goes out and tries to kill somebody on credit? She gave she gave a lot a very of people. You'd be so surprised at how please. many people. I mean, gonna go, I'm telling you, you keep saying please, please, please. Many many yeah. people put a down payment on a hit. I mean, you just saw it in Tiger King. You put down a payment on a hit. Yeah, you put a payment on a hit, and you pay the rest when the deed is done. As a matter of fact, that's pretty much SOP. Maybe not that that cheap. That she really didn't want it done. That's what I argued in this second case. She didn't give any money. You know what? You know what, Brian Claypool? If I'm yeah. ever charged with murder, get ready because you're still, <laughs> you're still, you're going down swinging. You're still fighting for Dahlia DiPolito. Guys, whether you agree with this defense attorneys or not, and I don't, you got to respect somebody that never gives up. And that is Brian Claypool. I got to say that. So bottom line right now to Ray Caputo, lead news anchor, WDBA Morning News, where does the case stand now? Bottom line. Bottom line, she is serving 16 years in prison, in a woman's prison in Ocala in Marion County, and she's not getting out for a while, Nancy. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, some might think that that punishment isn't enough, that this woman's going to be getting out of jail. Now, one thing, Nancy, she was on house arrest for years between this happening mm-hmm. and her finally getting convicted. She's now a mother. She's 36 years old. She got pregnant while she's on house arrest. So, this woman's life is sort of continuing to go as all this has happened. Well, clearly the ankle uh, monitor kept her from leaving home, but she apparently had a visitor. Long story short, an appeal has gone up that has been denied. Well, for some reason, I've got, I've got a feeling that we have not heard the last of Dahlia DiPolito. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, You can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. 
Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.